How's it going? My name is Grant. This is the second podcast I'm recording for my sports broadcasting class. Um, Today is going to be a little bit different than the last one I did. This one is going to be more of something I relate to in sports, more so than what I covered the last time with Antonio Brown and the Braves and all that kind of stuff. Um, Sitting down, trying to figure out a topic for this was a little bit more challenging, Um, but I think I finally figured a few things out that I wanted to talk about, and uh, we're just going to kind of hop right into it. Uh, Today, I'm going to be kind of covering the whole Andrew Luck or relating to the Andrew Luck retirement, I guess. Um, Kind of just when it first happened, I was more shocked. Like the fan side of me was disappointed, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't mad at him by any any means. I was just more shocked and confused. I couldn't believe it. And then the other thing I'll talk about for a brief second or so is the uh, Kevin Love, everyone is going through something article he posted in the Players Tribune back in March um, kind of relates to me a lot dealing with some anxiety stuff and all that Uh, I know a lot of people deal with it and it's pretty makes you kind of feel a little bit better knowing that you know somebody who gets paid a hundred million dollars to play basketball somebody who would think would never have any type of you know issue kind of struggle with the same thing you do makes you feel less crazy Um, so let's just kind of hop right into this so the Andrew Luck thing um, now that it's been, you know, a month or so since it happened and kind of had time to digest it and think about it, you know, it kind of spoke to me in a sense, uh, I, when I quit baseball, um, I know high school baseball and the NFL are way opposite ends of the spectrum, but the whole injury thing that he went through and how it was just draining is something that, you know, I can really just speak to and relate to um i remember being a freshman in high school and i made the junior varsity baseball team and i was super excited super stoked um to be a part of the high school team you know to play at a you know more competitive level than what i had been playing at. you know just travel baseball and all that stuff um you know the problem with the jv team and just about any high school i feel like um the coaches are teachers. They're history teachers or they're this or that, you know, with minimal baseball experience. They're just kind of out there coaching, getting a little bit extra money, I would assume. Um, I know this isn't the case for every single JV coach at all the high schools, so not trying to generalize, but this is just my experience. Um, so make the team uh, – Growing up, I was more of a utility player. I really did play every position. I was positionless, I guess, but in a good way. I could play first base. I could play catcher. I pitched. I played outfield. I did all that stuff. Shortstop, third base, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I was really open to playing anything, which is whatever would get me on the field to play, I was more than happy to do. And if I didn't know how to do it, I wanted to learn how to. Uh, I just wanted to play. So just like... Any other high school team, I would imagine the young guys, when they get into high school, you know, you're trying to find pitching because pitching is what's important. That's what can win you games. Uh, It definitely keeps you in games. So luckily, I had a lot of pitching experience growing up. Uh, I was probably a better pitcher than I was any other position in baseball. Looking back on it, I wish I kind of just would have focused on pitching. But that's, you know, it's whatever now. Um, So... Start throwing bullpens, 
in high school in my freshman year, throwing a lot of them. And it set, it seemed really odd to me. It didn't seem normal. I was like, wow, this is a, I'm throwing a lot. I mean, I'm willing to say I would throw three to four 25 to 40 pitch bullpens a week, which is a lot, especially if you're playing Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, depending on the week. Throwing that often, it's not good. It wears down on you, and it wore down on me. I just remember throwing a few bullpens, and my arm was just hanging is the term, where I was just kind of dragging my arm around. I was had no velocity behind any pitch I was throwing. I was just basically hoping it would get to the plate. And I was like, this is weird. And so, you know, I took a few, a week or two off before like the regular season started. And, you know, it helped. I would throw off the flat ground, which if for whoever, whoever listens to this, if you throw off flat ground, it doesn't put as much strain on your arm as if you were doing off a, a mound. Throwing downhill creates a lot of pressure on your arm. Throwing a baseball is already not a natural motion. So, Combining those two can really mess up your body or your arm. So take some time off. I come back uh, feeling decent, feeling pretty good, I would say. I remember it like it was yesterday. And I pitch in our first game. And I remember throwing kind of, I guess the adrenaline pretty much carried me through it. Because when I got on the bus after the game, I was holding my I was. I wanted to cry. I mean, I was hurting. It was terrible. It was not, it was most pain I had been in a long time. Um, I remember going to the doctor a few days later and I can't remember what the original diagnosis was. Um, but they told me, you know, resistance bands run, do all that stuff, take a few weeks off. So that's what I did. I would do band work, you know, build the strength back up in my shoulder, my arm. I would run, try to get the lactic acid out of my body and hoping that would work. So a few weeks later comes around, the varsity coach says, do you want to throw a bullpen to see how you feel? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. You know, it had been a few weeks. so I was expecting to be fine. So I throw a bullpen and, you know, he's asking me after, you know, every three or four pitches, how do you feel? How do you feel? And, you know, I'm a freshman. All I want to do is play. I'm tired of sitting around at practice, tired of sitting around at games, not playing. I lied, obviously, and said, oh, I feel good. Like, it's fine. Just a little sore, trying to battle through it, all that. And, you know, he literally looks me in the face. He goes, all I care about is you being able to go home. And, you know, if you want to shoot a basketball or do something with your arm that it doesn't hurt. And I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm totally faking it. And I get home and I try to shoot a basketball and I'm not exaggerating when I said I couldn't extend my arm straight. I could not shoot a basketball. I couldn't use my arm hardly at all. And I was like, oh, this isn't good. So I come back to school the next day. I told him, I was like, coach, hey, my arm is, it is jacked up. There's, I can't even shoot a basketball right now. I can't, I can hardly use my right arm. And he was like, okay, well, you know, that's obviously not good. I schedule another doctor's appointment and my go to get an MRI. I can't remember what the original diagnosis was, but whatever it was, it was way off. So it turns out I had tendonitis all down my tricep, through my tricep. I had inflammation in the growth plate in my elbow, and I had something wrong with my shoulder as well, and I cannot remember what it was with my shoulder. But 
anyways, that was that led to a whole, I'd say, nine to eleven month recovery, and it was so draining. Freshman season was pretty much a wash, redshirt year. Um, sophomore season, didn't pitch at all, just played in the field, and then junior year pitched a little bit. And then senior year, I just I was done with it. My arm was hurting all the time. I wasn't having any fun playing anymore, and I just didn't want to keep doing the whole doctor physical therapy. Just the routine, the routine of it sucks. It wasn't any fun at all. So when Andrew Luck came out and he said it was draining, I can I was like I, I feel that I can relate to that. I understand why he's done. It it sucks the fun out of football. It really, well, for me, for baseball, but it sucked the fun out of it for him. And he said he was just getting tired and he didn't want to keep doing it. I even saw something that, honestly, it said, he said, uh, honestly, having, when he missed the whole year with his shoulder, it saved his marriage. Apparently, he was miserable to be around. You know, he was just always doing physical therapy, always just trying to get back on the field, and just all these little nagging injuries that come with all of that. It's just so draining, and it's it just gets to the point where you know, I you just don't even want to deal with it anymore. So I completely get it, Andrew Luck. Wish you the best of luck in your next stages of life with retirement. I know you got a hundred million at the bank, so I know you're going to be doing some some fun traveling and some other stuff like that. Um, but the other thing I wanted to just, you know, talk about for a few minutes, uh, and touch on was the, uh, other thing I relate to was the Kevin Love, excuse me. Um, everyone is going through something piece. Uh, so growing up, I never really dealt with anxiety or anything like that. And honestly, now I kind of deal with anxiety here and there. Um, it kind of comes and goes, but it's nothing, I would say super severe. It's just kind of something I just deal with and all that. But growing up, uh, I was kind of always the nonchalant, really mellow kid. Didn't let a lot of things bother me. I remember my dad would always ask me if anything bothers me. You know, if I failed a test or a quiz, I would just be like, oh, dang, well, that's right. I'll get the next one. And, you know, it would make my parents mad. I mean, it would make me upset, but I was just like, eh, there's no need to dwell on it. There's nothing I can do about it. And I would just keep going. And the only thing that would really bother me was, you know, losing in sports or having a bad game. And that was all that would bother me. So it's really funny now to be, to see how I act or, you know, to feel different things, I guess. Cause I remember having my first panic attack and in this Literally, it's one of the opening lines in the Kevin Love piece is he had a panic attack right after halftime against the Hawks. He said it came out of nowhere. I had never had one before. I didn't even know if they were real, but it was real. It was real as a broken hand or a sprained ankle. And he is absolutely right. Uh, Last year, I had, I would probably say my first real panic attack, and it just came on out of nowhere. It totally caught me off guard. Um, I had no idea how to deal with it. I had my, luckily had my girlfriend there with me. She kind of helped talk me down a little bit, but I had no idea what was happening. I couldn't get myself to calm down. I couldn't talk myself down at all. She couldn't talk me down at all. 
I ended up calling my parents. My parents had to come pick me up from my apartment, spent the weekend at their place trying to, you know, just relax and, you know, just take a deep breath, try to get rid of the anxiety, you know, and ever since then, I just kind of deal with it every now and then. Um, most of the time, my anxiety comes from if my heart rate spikes or anything like that, I have asthma. So sometimes my inhaler can spike my heart rate and make my heart just really start to pound. And it freaks me out. I just, my mind gets triggered. I start just having these thoughts of like, oh, I'm going to die. I don't want to die or all that stuff like that. Because I just feel like my heart's going to explode inside of my body. And I just can't get myself to relax. I try to do, you know, deep breath techniques and stuff like that. And I feel like that doesn't make it any better. Um, I also am somebody that my friends call me a pacer. I've had a a little anxiety attack around them. I start pacing and that doesn't help me at all. And my friends always ask me, you know, what can we do? What can we do? Like try to, you know, make me feel better or anything like that. And for me, the best thing is just don't do anything. Just kind of let me do my thing. But reading this article that he posted, I was like, wow, that is insane that, you know, we always, we all think of professional athletes as, you know, not better than us, but like, there's no way they deal with, you know, regular things that people who obviously don't make a hundred million dollars playing basketball deal with ourselves. Um, so when I saw this, you know, it takes a lot to like open up about having anxiety and stuff like that. Uh, I remember when I had my anxiety attack, that was when me and my girlfriend had just started dating. I was like, Oh gosh, she probably thinks I'm a freak. Like, having these anxiety attacks and I was like that was you know not a good look but you know she's super understanding she deals with it too a little bit and you know just like she helped me I help her whenever she deals with it um so it's just good to to talk to people about it and how you open up about it and you know it's good to have a good support system of friends who are there for you not just telling you to get over it or anything like that so my advice for anybody who struggles with anxiety like myself, you know, just talk to somebody. Um, I do have a doctor I go and talk to every now and then. It just helps you to have somebody there who will listen to you, who doesn't judge you. And half the time when you have an anxiety attack or a panic attack, you're thinking that you're the only person in the world that thinks like this. And you, I've had discussions with people who I would never thought would deal with this. They deal with it and they kind of think the same way I do. And it makes you feel a whole lot better. It makes you feel normal. You don't feel like you're the only person in the world who feels like that or thinks like that. Um, so yeah, that's it's a really it's a really good thing to have a good support system. And when Kevin Love came out, the NBA just embraced it. Um, kind of started a whole mental health mental health awareness campaign in the NBA, which is really cool to see. So, like I said, it's good to see people wrap their arms around that. I can relate to that. Um, all my friends wrap their arms around me if I'm ever struggling with something like that. Um, So if you know somebody who struggles with it or you are somebody that struggles with it, just talk to somebody. That's all you got to do. Pretty much the only thing, two things I wanted to talk about uh, for this episode. uh, And thank you for listening.